So today we're talking about values and ethics. Maybe we'll do that. It feels a bit safer. Um, okay, so last week um, we spoke a bit about our core and, um, and we spoke about how our DNA helps us um, envision our mission and meeting Jesus, that helps we are a new creation and so when we meet Jesus how does that affect us um, and it re we really kind of thought a little bit about how the, gold, the old has gone and the new has begun so we're in that kind of space like this is who we are as a people we have a new DNA we old is gone new is new is here um, and I just we kind of recapped about how maybe every term we can get back to do this it's like the Jewish holiday that we sp I spoke about yes uh, last week which I totally got the pronunciation wrong what was it what did I say what was the Jewish holiday thank you there you go that's it maybe we should do that every term because it I love that you remember well done guys you were listening um, maybe we'll do that every term we'll have this time of kind of getting back to our base basics and um, reminding us ourselves of who we are as a, as a church and who we are as Christians and why do we even come to church and is this just a club or is this a way of life Okay, so this is what we're doing. Um, we're, today we're going to be talking about our values, so that's why we started going around and we were just thinking, what is the values of this church? What do I appreciate about our family? Um, and when we, we might just do a little whistle-stop tour of the early church and what I kind of have kind of figured out, I'm sure there's other values, but the basics values of the early church and what most churches should have. So... And also my beautiful assistant could maybe get me some water as well. Thank you. Um, so the first core value of, our, of, of God really is love. Well done, well done. Um, so, and if, if that isn't the core value of our church, then it's not really um, a church of God. So um, it's good to think about this because it says, it says the heart of the gospel is that God so loved the world that he sent his son, Jesus, to die on the cross for us. So is love at the core of this church and is love at the core of your heart? And to really like think about that, ponder on those questions, because if it's not at the core of your heart, then, then it's not going to be part of this church. So if it's part of you, then you will bring it into this church and our core will be love. So really ponder on that every day. Think, is my core love? And then the next one is truth. So um, the, there's four, love, truth, fellowship, and transformation. Those are kind of like maybe the basic cores of an early church and this church. So truth, is this our core? Is, the, is our core as a church truth? It says that um, in John, then you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And we know that this world is actually full of lies. There's loads of fake news everywhere. People lie quite a lot, actually. It's interesting. Um, I think pe because people are insecure, I reckon. I, I used to lie, actually, when I was a kid. I used to say to everyone that I was South African. I don't know. I'm not really. I was born in England, but my parents are South African. And so I used to tell everyone that I was South African because I wanted to be special and different. But um, I don't lie, I don't think, anymore now. But, um, you know, do we lie? Do we, take, do we have little lies in our, in our head, in our heart? Um, is it because we're we actually deep down insecure? I know I'm actually tempted, actually, on the school gate sometimes to, like, be a bit better than who I am. But is our core truth? So is our core truth, is our church's core truth? 
Okay, so the next one is fellowship. So the early church was truly in fellowship with each other. It said, um, all of the believers were one in heart and mind. No one claimed that any of their possessions were their own, but they shared everything that they had. With great power, the apostles continued to testify to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And God's grace was so powerful at work in them all that they were, there was no needy persons among them. From t- time to time, those who owned land or houses sold them, bought, brought the money from the sales and put it at the apostles' feet. And it was distributed to anyone who was in need. So are we family? Is that kind of the community that we are as Samaris? Is that our family? Are we hanging out outside of Sunday? Do we hang out with each other? Are we actually friends? Um, do we go the extra mile when somebody's moving house or had a baby or, or in trouble? Do we go that extra mile and be, be their brother or be their sister? Are we a family of believers? I love this quote. N.T. Wright says, Early Christians lived as an extended family. And actually the church would, should never forget that call. That's a huge call that we have that the early church has modeled to us. So we can do that too. And then the fourth one is transformation. So Jesus didn't only just come so that we could have like eternal life in the next realm. He didn't just come for that. He actually came so that we could also be transformed in this current life to be um, better. And um, actually the love, the truth, and the fellowship all of them come together and they transform us. When we really put them into practice, when we put love into practice and truth and fellowship, those are some things that can transform us with Jesus. It says in Corinthians, but we Christians have no veil over our faces. We can be mirrors that brightly reflect the glory of the Lord. And as the spirit of the Lord works within us, we become more and more like him. So the Holy Spirit is the one that is in us, transforming us to be more like Christ. And when we can change, we can actually change communities. When our lives change because of Jesus, then others around us will see that. So it's all good and like thinking about this on a Sunday morning, but we really need to think about that in the week. How does it look differently in our lives compared to those around us that don't know love, the truth, um, fellowship, and transformation? So we've been, we've been thinking about our core, like our, just like the core of a church, um, and also now we're thinking about what makes us different. So those are kind of the early church, what most, every church should really have those things. But what does, what does St. Mary's have different that other churches around us um, have? Because what is important at St. Mary's, we need to be looking at. And then all these things um, will help us look at our vision. So we need to think about our values, and then that will shape our vision going forward. So um, it's not just going to be Nate and I, or uh, the church leaders, figuring this out. We're going to give it to you. Actually, you're the people. You can help us form this vision. So we're going to do a bit of an exercise today. Can you get your body moving? Okay. We're not going to just be sitting on our chairs staring at me. Um, we're going to be moving around. Okay. And my beautiful assistant, again, is going to be putting some pieces of paper out on five different tables around the church. 
And in a minute, I'm going to ask if there's some nice, beautiful music that can be played. And, and if I'll pray in a minute, but it's about kind of going around and trying to listen to Jesus, trying to get words, trying to get pictures about certain things in our church. And um, I thought it would be quite fun to split it up into five different um, areas. And these areas are known as something, which I can't remember, five, the five different, five-fold ministries. Okay, has anybody heard of the five-fold ministries? So we, we have different um, ways that God's designed us, and we might be more of one or more of another or two or whatever. So we've all got all of them in us, um, but the fivefold ministries are, are, so we could be apostolic, okay? So that is a person that is thinking about kingdom and growth and kind of big picture stuff. Um, they're the ones that are um, thinking about what next, what new ground to take, okay? So that's that big person thinking. And then another one is prophetic. So they're the people who have got like a hotline with, with Jesus and they can, they are, they're attuned to hearing what's God's voice in a situation. So you might be, you're, you might be really good at that. Um, God might have gifted you with the gift of prophecy. Um, and I've got some questions that will go with each of these so you don't have to remember this, but um, they're all going to be written on a piece of paper. So that's the prophet. Now, you also might be gifted in evangelism. So the evangelist is the person going out into our neighborhoods and telling people, and they're really good at speaking and, um, and drawing people in. And so I've got questions to ponder on that part of our church. And then we've got people who are gifted in shepherding. So shepherds are the ones that are just so good at nurturing and caring for God's people and, and world. Um, what, you know, what, is, what is vulnerable around us? Where is broken? What, what needs healing? Those are some of the questions that we can be thinking about. And then the teacher. Someone might be really gifted in teaching, sending knowledge out. They might know what, as a church, we need to hear, what sort of things we need to be learning in and pushing into. Okay, does that all make sense? There's five different ways that we can kind of use our gifts, and we probably have all of them, so I don't want you to think that you just need to go to one. But in a minute, I'm going to have some music playing, and if you just want to sort of prayerfully, you can be still at the beginning if you want, and just prayerfully think, what are the things that God is calling us into? What are the things that we are really good at? Where do we think God is moving us to next? And so I'm going to pray now, and we're going to see. We're going to see if God can talk to us this morning. So dear Jesus, I thank you that you've given us this incredible family. Thank you, Jesus, that everyone here is your child. Thank you, Jesus, that you can speak to every single one of us here. We pray, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come. Please give us words, give us pictures, give us an imagination that thinks big, dreams big. Lord, show us who we are and show us who we can be. In your name, Jesus.
Amen. Okay. And I think, so we've kind of been looking at our values, we've looked at our core, and again, we'd, so this is what people do in September, they kind of do these like vision series, but um, it'd be great to have all of us be part of that vision series, so that's why we've done this. Um, and um, I just wanted to go through a few things to end with. And these are things that we might repeat, actually, over the next while. So you might hear them more than once, and I'm sorry about that. But actually, um, our vision and all these different things, they'll change from year to year, probably. And I mean, our values shouldn't change. But um, these are things that I think we really believe that if you can get these down, the church will grow and you will grow and be transformed. So they're things that we feel so strongly about and we'd love it if you could process them, come to us, talk to about it, um, and yeah, really pray about it in your heart about these things. Because um, we really would love it if you could prioritize them. So number one, okay, because our motto as a church, St. Mary's, is love Jesus, love each other, and serve the world. Okay, so number one is to love Jesus. Love him from your inner core. Make him your priority for the whole of your being. Um, if you could just try and prioritize him in your day, so read your Bible, do devotions, journal, do prayer walks. Um, he needs to be number one in your life. We just we ask you that if Jesus is number one, oh, we're winning, okay? As a church, we're winning. So prioritize Jesus, okay? The next one that we are really hoping is that we can live in community. So what does that mean, live in community? The way that we do things here at St. Mary's is that we kind of have a rhythm, or we want us to have a rhythm. We have, um, so Sundays is like where we all come together and we worship Jesus as mass kind of thing. Um, but then home groups. Home groups is when we actually delve down deep. And that's when our lives start to change because we're like really pondering it through with each other, over a table, over a meal, um, with friends. So we would love it if you could prioritize finding a home group. And if you're not in a home group, you know what? A, an amazing one to, thing to do is come along to Alpha on Wednesday and then that will hopefully form into home group. That's exactly what happened to our last, last home group. Nate and I are leading on a Tuesday night. It started with an Alpha course. So if you're not in a home group, please come along to Alpha and then that will, God willing, turn into a home group. Um, so that's... Um, that is um, living in community. And also, we would love it. So number three, okay, number three is prioritize. I can't say that word. Prioritize? Prioritize? Sounds very strange when I say that. Prioritize? Um, make? Prioritize. Um, <laughs> um, number three is to make Sundays really important, okay? So we actually want you to whatever that word is, Sunday morning gathering, okay? We want that to be an essential part of your worship, okay? So I think it would be amazing if we, I love that some people, they, they say, no, we're not going to do clubs on a Sunday morning. We're going to do church and find alternatives to do on a Saturday, okay? We would just love it. When we come together as a body, it is so encouraging. So let's try and make that really important. <laughs> So physically worshipping together. 
Number four is serving, okay? Serving is um, so good for us, actually. It's not just good for our community, it's good for us and our soul. Okay, everything that we do in this church is nearly all down to volunteers. Um, and so it takes what we really think, it's like it's an all-in type of attitude. This is our home, so we all do the housework in this home, okay? It's not just one, it's not just the mum or the dad. It's all of us children are going to be all in. So um, if you're not on some sort of serving team, come and talk to Nate and I, because that is how we get to know each other. That's what um, brings us closer to Jesus, actually. The more we serve, the more closer we are to Jesus. We've got so many things that you can be involved in. We've got toddler groups, befriending um, mothers at toddler groups. We've got um, kids team, be on the kids team rotor once a month. We've got our cafe when it reopens in Jesus name um, we've got um, hospitality team serving where Stella is um, and doing stuff like that we've got um, Kate and Josie who have so much need in this church they would love to hear from you and then number five I'm gonna do it I'm gonna say it but it is to give okay so we are a church in the most ancient of sense and that is people of generosity we cannot do anything in this church without people being generous. And um, people might think that actually we give to the diocese, we don't, oh no, they give to us, they don't, we actually give to them. So nothing can happen in this church without your generosity. Um, and 10% um, or the word tithing, that similar thing, that tends to be kind of like the biblical way of looking at it. And if you aren't giving at all but if you aren't giving so one percent would be amazing that's great that would be amazing but if you are giving ten percent then please pray about it if it's just become like a regular thing and it doesn't actually affect you anymore it's just like a thing that comes out your bank pray about it give it to God and ask him is there more that I should be giving um, we believe in generosity as a church we give to compassion we give to tear fund we give to pays we give to lots of different organizations because we believe in them and um, we want to be generous because when we're generous our heart changes so there is a lot of stuff that we want to do as a church but we would love it if you could partner with us and be part of that too and with all of this there's no pressure and I'm not trying to I don't know I'm not trying to lead a cult I guess <laughs> oh what the word like I'm this is an all-in invitation for you to be part of this organization this thing um, this church it's it can't run without you so this is the beginning of this term please be all in please um, prioritize those five things so love Jesus with all your heart and all your mind and all your soul and live in community join a home group be part of this community meet up um, other than Sundays number three please 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 come to church every Sunday as much as you can and let's think let make this thing grow and number four think about where you can serve pray about where you can serve and number five give just be a generous generous person generous people okay I think I'm going to stop talking and um, thank you so much for all this work that you've done. We thought we might read out some of the things that the 9 a.m. Um, spoke this morning. So I think I'm going to pass over to Nate and he can do that. Okay. Um, so just quickly, uh, we, we've, w what we've done together is a bit aspirational. We're thinking of things that we value, but also things that we're thinking ahead towards. 
Um, what, this, what the 9am offered, which was amazing, is most of the people at the 9am have been at this church a lot longer um, than I have, uh, or, or many of us have, uh, and, um, well, Selena excluded, Selena's here, um, who's, who's been here a long time, which is amazing, but the 9am is full of, of people who understand what is valuable about St. Mary's, and so it was great to hear back from them of what the things that they valued most, and and I wonder if some of this chimes, this is just an encouragement, I suppose. Um, they, they said there's a, a, a local, a, local a, a community that is based locally, full of friendliness, support, hospitality. It's aware of the needs of the world around and willing to engage with them. It's a flexible place, um, wanting to learn, um, learn from each other, and, and, and uh, a good place to learn um, and be flexible. Uh, it has great vibrancy and variety. There's all sorts going on. I love, I love this one. Somebody was saying that there's a real sense of humor um, for us as a church. And I think, I think there is, um, there's a, a lot, people are, are willing to put up with a lot. Um, and, uh, and I love that. Um, and it's a non-judgmental space that's open and honest. Um, and we're willing to give practical generosity as well as... Um, Financial. So it was a real encouragement just to, to, to reflect back on what people value about us as a community. But these are some of the things that probably uh, were, were, were what attracted um, you to this community. Some of these things that you've seen. And this is um, not something that Mary and I have done. This is something that's grown up naturally, organically within the, this church body, this church community over decades, maybe, maybe centuries um, even, and so it's something really to celebrate. And so um, what you've done here today uh, hopefully will help us just double down into those things that, that God's already been doing in us as a community and helping us just to, to move forward in strength. So um, just thought that we'd share that for a bit of encouragement. And um, Another encouragement was uh, somebody at the end was saying that uh, it's an, uh, one of the things they valued about the, um, the church is that it's so multi-aged. There's probably a technical term for that. But in, in the 9 a.m. that we had a, a three-week-old baby and we had somebody who's just turned 100. And, um, and that, isn't that amazing? That, that this, that, what other spaces do you, do you kind of, what other groups um, do you involve yourself in that have that much variety? And actually, it might still be on here. Yeah, th this was from the other week. I can't remember why we were doing this. But we were thinking about all, all the different languages we have, all the different people um, who've come from Brazil. Mon Mon say it. Mon <laughs> Montserrat. Um, uh, what is that? Oh, America. That's me. Um, <laughs> Hong Kong, South Africa, Spain, Australia, Germany, and all these different languages. We've got such a, um, a vibrant and, and various uh, community that there's so much to celebrate. Um, so I, I, love, I love this, um, what we're doing, to, to be able to, to kind of take stock and to move forward in our areas of strength rather than um, just trying to fix all our weaknesses. Right, so what we're going to do is we're going to change gears a little bit and we're going to um, double down into the community aspect and we're going to uh, share communion together and, um, and the communion liturgy won't be all that long so perhaps the band um, could come up and, and get ready to, um, to lead us in worship as well. I 